Introducing Mesquite Motor Mania. Presented by Casablanca Resort Casino Golf Spa and Virgin River Hotel Casino. Beautiful weather, middle of January. You can't beat it. Originally from Washington State, I now live in Southern California. It's a 69 Pro Street Nova. It's got a carbureted LS motor, 600 horse. Um, runs low tens and a quarter mile. And I drive it on the street dip pretty daily. We're from Corona, California. I think this is our fifth year. We're pretty sure that's what it is. Well, I like the flame show <laughs> and the burnout contest. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's all fun. Any car fan come out here and see what kind of car they like. We have great daily events. We have a roaring engines competition, burnouts, and slow drags here at the Casablanca Resort. And then we also have a daily open header cruise where all the cars go through Mesquite and show off their, their best show on Mesquite Boulevard. This is my third year. Uh, first two years I brought a Corvette, and then this is the first year for this car. It's a 1967 Camaro. That's the 50th anniversary of the Camaro, and we put it in the shop last March. It's, uh, it's been in the shop since March. We pulled it out on Friday night. I put it in trailer and brought it here, and this is the first time it's been unloaded out of the trailer since it was finished. We personally like to come to the event just because of all of the unique cars that we get to see every year. I love cars. I love that's the reason I came to this event. I just love everything about cars, classic cars, really all cars. It's been awesome. Still looking around, going down the aisles, but I'm having a great time, and so is my little one. Idaho, they should come because the weather is great, but uh, it's a good car show. It's a, it's a great car show. A lot of a lot of good cars, a lot of fun. It's so well organized. The venue is huge. We've got cars from one end of the street to the other. Well, so far it's been a great day. Going to spend a few more hours. Going to go have some lunch and take it from there. And the people, nice people, great venue, and it's just always fun. I come back every year. You see a lot of different cars. You meet a lot of different people. I mean, what's better than that? We have kids pick ladies choice the most patriot vehicles we give away fifteen thousand dollars in awards the motor manager we give away more cash than any other cars in this big environment it's a great event for the whole family to come out to free to the public to attend and just a ton of uh, motor mania events going on throughout the weekend And welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, 96.9, The Drive. We have a great guest, Julia Abuzide, who is the general manager of the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite. And we want to talk a little bit about the world-class spa that you have up there. Julia, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Coach. Okay, so... You have an unbelievable spa setup up there. It's kind of the it's kind of a diamond in a rough deal. People don't know a lot about it, but people that know about it understand how great it is and what kind of value they have up there. That's right. We do. We we're we're very fortunate to have a 
an amazing spa out here, um, a little gem in the desert or, um, you know, diamond in the rough. But we are, we're thrilled. We're a full-service spa and salon out here, and uh, we, uh, we offer so many good packages, and our price point is, 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 is very affordable for those that want to come out for a vacation. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think it's typical of the Casablanca. You've got great packages for everything. I know you've got a room and spa package. We, we talk about the room and golf uh, package. Um, so people need to take advantage of this because it's basically a staycation for people in Vegas. It's a little bit, you know, it's about 70 miles. It's all interstate 15. Uh, you get up there, you're kind of in a whole different world once you get to, uh, the Casablanca. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are. We have, uh, we have a flavor of the season treatments out there. We have special hydration, uh, treatments for, for this winter that we're coming off of. We have a great two heated spa uh, pools out there, and and it's just been a great, great uh, price point and uh, and and spa that we have. Yeah, and you have all the amenities. I mean, I know when I've been up there with some, so I used to come up with some guys. You know, we'd come up, and sometimes we'd bring the wives. You know, the wives would go, "We're going to the spa. See ya." That's right. We'll see That's you later. Right. Yeah, you know, we'll just. They, <laughs> They do love that spa. The women do, and the golf, the guys golf, and the women go to the spa. We just uh, over this past weekend, we just opened our um, our hotel pool. We heat it to eighty six degrees. Oh, so oh. it's open. It's open right now for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So that staycation, come on down and and uh, enjoy the outdoor pool as well as the, uh, the the two heated pools in the spa. So if people are interested in booking a reservation, what number would they be able to call? They would call 877-GET-AWAY. There you go. There you go. And you needed to go online and check it out because, like I said, it's it's a it's a world-class spa. Trust me. It's a world-class spa. Um, I, every, everybody that's been to it just raves about it. I mean, all the, the wives and girlfriends uh, that, you know, when we've gone up there on, with little small groups and things like that, they just rave about it, you know. And then if you're smart, you go to Catherine's. That's right. We do. We have great fine dining. Catherine's here, very affordable. Um, some of the better restaurants in Vegas can't even uh, hold up to uh, what we offer here. So it is, it's definitely a great getaway, short drive from Vegas. You have your spa, you have your rooms, you have fantastic dining options. And, you know, there's a few slot machines out there too for, for those that like to gamble. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, uh, there is that, you know, there is that component too. So it's, uh, it's, uh, but it's a, it's a great facility all around. And as I said, for, uh, you know, the value that you get, no matter what you do, room, spa, Catherine's, um, even your, your daily, uh, you know, restaurant where everybody eats. I mean, there's some unbelievable deals in there. Yeah, we have actually going on right now a um, a fillet and lobster special in our cafe for twenty four ninety five. Yeah, that's get a four ounce fillet and a and a five ounce lobster tail. It's it's amazing. Our specials that we have, we have daily Chinese specials, uh, daily um, regular menus and as specials and so forth. But yeah, we we do have great food out here, regardless yeah. if you're in fine dining or are, are just coffee shop cafes. Right. I mean, and and I've been in the coffee shop and eaten with. Uh... You know, Chris and some of the other execs up there. The Chinese food is yep. unbelievable. It's great. Oh, we have we have authentic Chinese chefs. Absolutely, <laughs> we bring them. We we import them from Vegas to to Mesquite. So we we have nothing but the best out here. 
Yeah, and like I said, the, when you talk about Catherine's, and it, it is stone crab season up until May 15th, so you have the That's option right. of getting the stone crab, and you have – I had it last year, first time I've ever had it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. I mean, and they bring out this monster claw, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, are you kidding me? Um, yep. And just, you know, truly delicious, unbelievable. Uh, and then you've got the – and then you've got the – the the menu at Catherine's at very reasonably priced. Uh, wines are unbelievably priced. I mean, you know what you would pay at Catherine's for a bottle of wine, you'd probably pay three times as much down in Vegas. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if you get a chance and you're passing through Vegas heading north, stop at the Casablanca. Check out the rooms. Get a room and spa package for the young ladies. You know, uh, if you're a golfer. Get a get to add the golf to it. They do have the room and golf uh, packages. And then if you're smart, you got to check out Catherine's. I mean, unbelievable. Um, and th- it was awarded one of the ro- most romantic restaurants in Nevada. Correct? That is correct. Absolutely. And Casablanca did win Best of Las Vegas for. Um, we took gold in, in Best Destination Getaway. There you go. So. We are uh, we're definitely on top of the top of the list here in, in Mesquite. Yeah, it's a true it's a true package total package for whatever you want. And as you said, they do have a few slot machines and a couple of table games if you want to put a few dollars down and see if you can win some money, win some money for dinner, or pay for the room, or pay for the the spa. So, uh, uh, Julia, I want to thank you for coming on the show, enlightening us uh, to what you have at the spa at the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite. Nevada. Thanks, Coach, for having me. I appreciate it. Psst, Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford 99 bucks, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola. And we do have a Vegas Gold Knights game tonight, so we will be pushed back. Um... Puck drops at 7 o'clock at T-Mobile against the St. Louis Blues. So it is nighttime. The St. Louis Blues coming into this game can clinch. A playoff spot, and with that playoff spot, that will set the division for the NHL with the Knights, Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis, and leave Arizona trailing. So tonight, big game for 
the St. Louis Blues, who have been playing pretty well. Um, currently, for entertainment purposes, only the Knights are a minus 160 favorite, five and a half, five and a half pucks. 7 o'clock puck drop at the T-Mobile Arena and 50% attendance tonight. So you're looking at somewhere between 75, 8,000 people in attendance, which will be a big, significant uh, increase over the 3750 uh, that they've had uh, in the past. So uh, we've got Coach Pete DeBoer in the pregame skate and one of the reporters said that Ryan Reeves was on the ice, so he'll address that uh, issue about Ryan Reeves' availability for potentially the game. And as uh, Mark Stone said the other day in Minnesota, without Reeves being dressed, people were kind of taking advantage. They're chirping. They're being more physical. And as we saw in his second game against Minnesota, 30 minutes in penalties, uh, mostly for Reality was they were for fighting, but they got changed to roughing um, all except two. So here is Coach Pete DeBoer, pregame skate, getting ready for the St. Louis Blues. Even said about Colorado and Minnesota, it's almost like St. Louis and the narrative has gotten lost a little, but obviously you'd play them if it started today. What sort of challenges are you looking at the next two nights, and, and do people realize kind of how well they played of late? Yeah, um... Well, I don't know if people realize, but I realize, uh, you know, I think this is a team that's dealt with some adversity this year, both with COVID and injuries, the key guys, um, you know, and I think they're, they're, they're truly healthy, all hands on deck and playing the way that they're capable of playing, which is a, a dangerous team. I mean, they won the Stanley Cup 24 months ago. So, um, you know, I think they, they have that depth now where they look like they did a couple of years ago and it's resulting in wins against good teams here down the stretch. So this is going to be a pick your poison uh, first round. There's no easy uh, outs. And, uh, you know, I think for us, this is an opportunity to, to really kind of, you know, see where they are now with, with everybody in the lineup. Next we'll go to Paul Strzeski with NHL.com. Hey, Paul. Good morning, Peter. Uh, you know, everyone feels a little bit differently as far as what constitutes a rivalry, but I think everyone may agree that uh, having to play a team eight times in a year can breed pretty good conditions for one to be created. So do you feel like your team now has maybe an additional one uh, compared to the previous year? For sure. Uh, you know, I, I think the division rivalries, uh, particularly amongst, amongst the, the, the top four teams here, you know, it's funny, we were saying that uh, it looks like it's going to be, you know, one Pacific division team and three central division teams in the in the playoffs. So those three central division teams, uh, Minnesota, St. Louis and Colorado, we, we in a normal season wouldn't get the opportunity to play as much. And, uh, you know, but this year has, has given us a, a real long look and, a, and some history with with all three of those teams that uh, for sure creates a rivalry that you wouldn't have in a normal year. Media can raise their hand below if there's any final questions for Pete. Next, we'll go to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hi, Pete. We saw Ryan Reeves uh, skating out there today. Uh, is he an option to play tonight? Uh, not an option tonight. Um, 
he was on long-term uh, LTI and, and um, um, so there's a, a minimum amount of time uh, that has to pass or games before he can, he's eligible to come back. And, and I don't even know what, what that time frame is, but he's not ready yet. Um, you know, but hopefully getting closer, uh, it's nice to see him and uh, he sure looks better than the last time we saw him. Next we'll go to Vince Sapienza, Channel 5, Las Vegas. Hey, Vince. Hey, Pete. I know we've talked a lot the last couple of weeks about uh, the mental grind about this part of the season as, as you gear up and fine tune for the postseason. I'm curious, as you come home now, you know, in the final four games and, and you're home for a few of them, does the messaging change? I know we're talking about the same thing, the fight first place, but everybody knows what's at stake. So I guess from your vantage point, does the messaging change as you go into these games or is it just hitting home kind of focus on your own game? Because that's essentially what matters. Yeah, that, that's exactly the messaging. I mean, for sure, you know, a month ago, uh, the messaging was, you know, let's keep in mind that uh, um, the more wins we bank now, the better opportunity we're going to have to be in the spot that we are in this week. And for me, that spot is our destinies in our own hands. If we win out, uh, we've, we've solidified home ice advantage uh, probably through at least the first three rounds if, if you can manage to, to keep moving on. So, um, you know, it's it it's a nice position to be in, but for us, it, it's not what other teams are doing here. It's about us getting that job done and taking care of business. Next, we'll go to David Shane with the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, David. Hi, Pete. When, you, when we asked you a little bit about the Minnesota game uh, the other night in the first period, you talked about how the other two teams kind of wanting to set the tone for potential playoff, not wanting to back down. How much do you think that'll Kind of factor into these next two games with the Blues and potentially seeing them. Well, I, I think it's going to be the exact same situation. Uh, I'm sure uh, Craig Berube is going to be, you know, his they can't. It doesn't look like they can move up or down in the in the standings. So their message is going to be about sending a message for for the first round of the playoffs. If this is our opponent, that's what I would be doing, and I'm sure, you know. He's a smart guy. I'm sure he's doing the same thing. So, um, you know, I, I expect that, uh, that that's going to be their motivation. That uh, They feel that this is a potential matchup and they want to make sure they're, they're, they're sending the right messages uh, for that this weekend. Last question here for Pete this morning comes from Danny Webster, NHL.com. Hey, Danny. Morning, Pete. Uh, probably a question more so for next week, but I'm curious three final home games left. What, what's going to be the biggest thing you're going to take away from this season? <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I, for me, um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to looking forward. Uh, it, sounds, it sounds stupid, but uh, I'm excited that we're going to have eight or 9,000 people in the building this week as opposed to, to none you know, a couple months ago, um, I'm, I'm excited about the, uh, the idea of full buildings, you know, in the playoffs, uh, as we go forward. So for me, it, you know, right now, I'm sure there'll be a time where I'll reflect and look back on, on what we've been through. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I don't depress easily and I don't want to 
I don't, I don't want to go there unless I have to. I'd rather look at, at what's on the horizon here. And there's some, some great things, uh, you know, that are, that are up ahead. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. The blues. Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite golf packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9-94.9 FM on your dial as you're traveling to and from Las Vegas on Interstate 15. And 606, and that's not an area code, that's the number of days that the aviators have not played. 606 days since the Aviators played at the Las Vegas Ballpark. So last night was opening night at the Las Vegas Ballpark. Had the opportunity to get up there. Uh, was a guest of Tommy White and the local 872 Laborers Union here, a uh, local group from the Laborers International of North America. So was in their suite uh, for the majority of the games. So... Um, Unfortunately for the Aviators, it was not a good night as the Sacramento Rivercats beat the Aviators 8-1. to uh, 5,002 people watching the first game uh, at the ballpark. Uh, the Las Vegas ballpark up in Summerlin. And if you get a chance, as I've said many times before, if you get a chance to go up there, you've got to go check this facility out. It is unbelievable facility. Um, just the field, just the just how it's all laid out. Everything is first class. Uh, Jim Gemma, their uh, director of uh, uh, sports information, uh, one of my former staff members is up there now, and he actually left me a seat. I ran into Tommy White out on the um, – sidewalk before the game and Tommy insisted on that I come up and kind of hang out with the guys the uh, local 872 these are the guys that built the um, stadium so it was interesting catching up with some of those guys there I knew some of those people before uh, as they used to be a sponsor of our show uh, early on uh, in the when we had the uh, coach's corner on another station so the um, Sacramento River Cats had a young player, Thero Estrada. He went four for five with a home run, four RBIs, and six Rivercat 
pitchers allowed four hits, spoiling the Aviators opening Thursday night at the Las Vegas ballpark. So they are playing a six-game series, so you got plenty of opportunities uh, to catch them. And, again, that's up in Summerland, uh, in downtown Summerland. So uh, tonight's game, um, 7 o'clock start, 7.05 actually, and they will be having fireworks afterwards. So um, the Aviators sent an email out to all the residents of Summerlin, uh, basically letting them know that it is fireworks night um, at the stadium. So you're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. We'll be back right after this short break. Coach's Corner continues. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Drive 96.9-949 on your FM dial. And it is Friday, so we're going to do some catching up on what's happening this week and this weekend in Vegas. So in our AHL affiliate, the Silver Knights, uh, they will be playing, hosting San Jose tomorrow, uh, a 1 o'clock start at the Orleans. So in the AHL, um, in the Pacific Division, the Silver Knights are in second place with 44 points behind San Diego with 47 points uh, there. Uh, so in some UNLV news, um, UNLV senior golfer Samantha Fuller was named All-Mountain West first team, junior Veronica Joles and sophomore Elena Saska were second-team selections uh, for the women's golf program at UNLV. So spring football uh, finished up last weekend with kind of their spring game, and Coach Marcus Aurora kind of had a lighthearted finish to the spring ball with a dunk tank. That was very interesting. Uh, So the players got to dunk some of the coaches. Uh, in the dunk tanks. So uh, UNLV football getting ready for the upcoming season. And we will see uh, right now the biggest question, I think, everybody that I've talked to, um, quarterback position is still kind of up in the air for UNLV. Again, the Las Vegas Knights, Vegas Gold Knights will be playing tonight. The St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues playing for a clinching uh, position in the Honda West Division with a victory tonight. Uh, also, fans to get the flurry figurines of the goalie Superman save. Um, so, for more than a year, a, a gentleman named Brian Killingsworth um, had these golden uh, these golden figurines of Mark Flurry's Superman save. Um, which was from two years ago. And because of COVID, they were unable to be given out because number one, there were no fans in the building. And now number two, because they're going to be at about a half attendance tonight, which will really make T-Mobile rock. Um, if you get a chance to go to a Vegas Golden Knights game, you got to do that, man. The place is just unbelievable. And... I'm expecting tonight with a crowd of, you know, somewhere between 7,500. I'm thinking 7,500 uh, will be in there. The place is just going to be rocking. Um, all the fans for the next two games will be giving the Superman save 
Mark Flurry figurines. So uh, an interesting um, souvenir for people attending the games. Um, so you're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Welcome to Coach's Corner. We've got a great guest, Brian Labis, with the COVID pandemic. Basically, over a year old, Professor Labis, who's an epidemiologist and member of the Governor's Medical Advisory Board. Um, you're a busy man right now, aren't you? Yeah, COVID hasn't gone away, even though things have uh, decreased and gotten better. We're still doing case investigations. We're still following up with all of those positives because this is a time when contact tracing really has a lot of value. And, and how's the contact tracing going? Uh, it's going well. We have uh, decreased numbers of cases coming in, so we're not as busy as we were, which means we can dedicate more time to each case. So we can go a little more in-depth on each one, really try to understand where people got it from, but most importantly, contact those people quickly and make sure they're isolating so they don't spread it to somebody else. And what, what have we learned so far in the first year? What, what's, what are some of the things that we've learned in this first year with this uh, COVID-19? Well, there's the basic science that, that we've learned, all those things about the virus and how people interact and how it spreads, but I think the interesting things we've learned come down to how we interact with others. Uh, things that we thought always had to be in person don't necessarily have to be in person. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of meetings could have been emails. Uh, we could do quick video chats. We've learned to function really in a different way, and I know we miss a lot of that in-person interaction, but I think a lot of those things will remain after this pandemic is over. We'll work from home a lot more than we used to. Uh, we were always concerned that we wouldn't be able to do it, but we didn't have a choice, and it worked out pretty well in a lot of cases. Now, i got a question for you. So... The 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 Pfizer vaccine. Let's just take that for example. So that's an M. Is it mRNA? Yes. Okay. That that's not something new. That's been going on for like ten, twelve years. Correct. They've been working on that. We've been working on different parts of this vaccine platform for quite a while. I would say, yeah, probably about a decade worth of work into this. But we've been using different pieces of it. So the mRNA is packaged inside a little. A uh, little globule of fat, basically, and we've used that mechanism to get drugs into people. So, a uh, different parts of it are, are nothing new, and and mRNA itself is the way your body produces proteins. And so, this is just taking advantage of a natural mechanism in a way that allows us to prevent disease with it. And and the, and the difference between the Pfizer and the J and J is with the mRNA, you you're not you don't have the uh, dead virus in you, correct? Correct, but the J&J vaccine isn't actually COVID virus that's being injected into you. We basically use another virus called monadenovirus, something that causes a common cold. Oh, we okay. strip out a bunch of the genes and its ability to do its normal thing and add in genes that make it look kind of like a COVID virus. So it's a, a different kind of approach, but neither one of those is the, uh, are you given the full COVID virus itself? Okay. And then, and so now uh, I know UNLV has set up a, a number of different, areas on campus where you can come and get the the uh, vaccine, correct? Right. We have a vaccination clinic. We're in the process of winding that down, but I think we might be extending it a little bit because of the announcement that uh, we want all students to get vaccinated given full FDA approval of the vaccine. Yeah, and that's that's coming soon, correct? Yeah, full FDA approval? 
Well, that takes a little more time. When there's an emergency, the FDA speeds up the process, and they don't require as much information. Uh, under normal circumstances, approval takes about 10 months. The expedited process is about six months. So it may be still a ways off before we have full approval of this vaccine for use in our population. But uh, as of today, Pfizer is trying to get that full approval. They've gone to the FDA to try to get that well, they that- that uh, they said that, uh, they said they're going to start it. They they're starting the process. It takes uh, weeks to get everything together to get it sure. submitted. Then it takes months for the FDA to review it. So they're starting the process, but it's still a long way to go until we have something completed. So overall, the state of Nevada, since you're on the the governor's board, give us give us how the state is doing overall. Well, I think we've done well in some areas. Um, we've had a mask mandate the entire pandemic, and we've managed to keep that in place. We've been reopening things over the last three or four months, and we haven't seen big spikes in uh, disease. We've uh, kept a lot of things in place, though, to try and mitigate that opening. Um, the place where we're kind of challenging is with getting people vaccinated. Right. Uh, the most recent data puts us in the, you know, like 38th or something like that on the list, which is uh, not where we want to be. Nevada has traditionally had challenges with vaccinating people. We're usually near one of the, the bottom spots in the country when it comes to flu vaccines. So this is a perpetual problem for Nevada and one that we need to solve. And what, what are the demographics? So, uh, I mean, traditionally people think Nevada has a large senior base, correct? Um, we do. Our, our uh, age distribution is pretty similar to the kind of the averages for the country. Uh, we okay. have a, a good-sized younger population as well, though we have a lot of retirees, and it really varies depending where you go. If you go to the rural areas of the state, you tend to see a lot older of a population, and the population tends to be mostly white. Uh, and then when you get to the urban areas, there's a lot more diversity, and it's a younger population. So it's really hard to treat Nevada as consistent throughout. Uh, there are huge <laughs> differences between even just Las Vegas and Pahrump, or you know, you start to head out in rural areas, and things change quite a bit compared to the cities. So overall, Nevada is doing okay, except for numbers of numbers of vaccinations, correct? At this point, yes, we've managed to uh, keep things under control as we're reopening. But in order to really get the pandemic under control, we have to do a better job getting people vaccinated. Yeah, because, I mean, this is not going to go away. This is going to be around. This is going to kind of like be, this is my interpretation of it. And I'm I'm just a dumb basketball coach. Um, this is going to be like the flu. It's, it's going to be there every year, correct? Uh, that's quite possible. It doesn't look like there's a quick path to getting rid of this disease. It's something that's going to be with us for quite a while. It'll probably be lower levels kind of in the background, like the normal childhood diseases that we vaccinate against and don't see all that often. But every once in a while, there's a resurgence. You know, we see outbreaks of measles or pertussis or chickenpox, and we'll probably see that sort of thing with COVID where we don't see it all that often. We get a few cases here and there, and then every once in a while, you get a little flare-up. Well, but, but the nice thing, and again, you need to educate me because this is again this is just what i don't know the flu is a guess every year right the vaccine for the flu is kind of a guess whereas the vaccine for covid is the real deal well there's a difference in the way that those viruses uh, spread with flu you get some mutations just like we do with uh, covid every year uh so there are going to be slight changes from year to year but the big concern is if somebody gets infected with two different strains of flu, the pieces can mix and match, and all of a sudden you have a brand-new oh, okay. virus showing up. And so that's always the concern. That's what we saw in 2009 when we had the big outbreak of flu. 
it was a mix-up of three different viruses that we hadn't seen before. So every year we're trying to predict what's going to circulate for influenza. We look at what happens in the southern hemisphere because their flu season is uh, basically the middle of July is the peak of their flu season. So we look at what happens in, in other places and try to predict what's going to happen here and do our best to, to try and match it, and that doesn't always happen. Now with COVID, uh, we know those mutations are happening, but they've been a little slower, and that we're not seeing as many changes where uh, we necessarily need to change the vaccine all the time. Yeah, and the vaccine, again, is is effective against the mutations. That's what we've seen so far, that the, the vaccine still provides protection against those mutations. Uh, it may be slightly weaker, but it's still effective against those different things that pop up. And we know there are going to be new strains always popping up because that's the way viruses work. Yeah, just little nasty guys, huh? Yeah, and, and they're actually <laughs> quite creative. I mean, by, by being a little sloppy in the way they copy themselves, they change a little bit, and sometimes those changes give them a big advantage. And just by that random chance alone, we can see the viruses kind of change forms in the ones that spread more easily. Well, again, I want to thank you for coming on our show and uh, educating our listeners because, uh, as I said, you are one of the state experts on what's going on with this. Um, and again, we, first of all, I want to thank you for your service. I know you've done a lot. I know you work with UNLV Athletics, um, among a, a bunch of other, uh, with your the medical advisory team and things of that nature. So uh, it's people like you to make this thing work properly. Well, thank you for that. I'm happy to be here and happy to, to help explain to people the things that they don't know. It's why I enjoy <laughs> being a professor, and I'm glad I can do it with your listeners. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And be safe. All right, thanks, you too. Okay.